A U.S. Supreme Court ruling has cleared the way for the Trump administration to end the census count this week. Thursday at 11.59 p.m. Hawaii time, to be exact. After that, there'll be no more door knockers, no more get-out-the-count efforts, no more logging on to mycensus.gov to fill out the questionnaire. The question now is, will the shortened timeline, the pandemic, and other challenges make this year's tally one of the least accurate in history? WBEZ's Esther Yunji Kang reports. In the weeks leading up to the end of the count, I'd spoken to a number of Chicago census workers. Some had quit recently, others were there until the end, but all were worried. I don't think we are getting the right number of residents in our neighborhoods. I'm worried that they won't fully count everyone. There will be an undercount and it will lead to drastic effects to the Chicago community. We're never going to get a very clear picture the next 10 years as to what the demographics are. Census workers told me there were problems with the iPhone app they used. They said the pandemic and residents' distrust in the government made their jobs impossible at times. And with a constantly changing deadline, enumerators said they felt pressured to close out cases as quickly as possible, sometimes using methods that cut corners. Now, with the data collection over, the big question everyone's asking is... Will we get a fair and accurate count this year? According to several experts, the answer to that question is a resounding no. This will be perhaps the worst census ever. I am very, very concerned about the accuracy of the counts. That's Robert Santos. He's chief methodologist at the Urban Institute and incoming president of the American Statistical Association. No census is perfect. There are always glitches, always last-minute surprises. But this year, with COVID-19, the economic downturn, natural disasters, and turmoil at the Census Bureau, Santos says the count will be neither fair nor accurate. You're going to have some communities, mostly middle-class, white suburb communities, that are going to be counted really well. I'm concerned that communities of color, and immigrant communities will not be fairly represented. And that, Santos says, could result in less funding for schools, bridges, and businesses in those communities for the next decade. The same day the Supreme Court's order came down, Santos and a group of experts released a report expressing their concerns about census accuracy. The report called for the Census Bureau to open itself up to a quality assessment of the 2020 count by outside experts. We want and need the Census Bureau to be transparent and to release data as expeditiously as possible. He says statisticians like himself can then use that data to offer solutions, like identifying areas with severe undercounts and providing new estimates for the Census Bureau to use. Former Census Bureau Director John Thompson is part of the same group that wrote the report. Thompson worked for the Census Bureau for three decades. He ran the agency from 2013 to 2017. I mean, I hope that it's going to be a decent census, but I just don't know. And I'm very concerned that it might not be. Now, the Census Bureau says it's on track to complete everything by December 31st, the deadline for the final tally. In fact, the Bureau says 99.9% of households have been accounted for as of Tuesday. But according to Thompson... The 99% really doesn't tell you anything about the quality of the census. Quality. That's the key word. Thompson says in 1990, the completion rate was very high, but about 4% of black Americans and 5% of Latinos were missed in the census that year. 
Experts say there may be even bigger undercounts this year, especially in cities like Chicago with large populations of hard-to-count residents. Thompson says he's now most concerned about the data processing stage. That's where the Bureau removes duplicate responses, identifies fraudulent entries, and essentially fills in all the missing gaps. That process is designed to take five months. They'd be doing it now in about two and a half months. In my opinion, there simply isn't enough time to do it. Thompson says there's been a general lack of transparency around the census recently, partially because of all the litigation around the count, but also because the Trump administration appointed people to senior posts at the agency this summer. I thought it was very inappropriate to put that level of political appointees into the Census Bureau at this time in the process. At a minimum, it gives the impression of political manipulation of the census results. Thompson says he's never seen this much political interference in the census, and the effects of that will be long-lasting. The Census Bureau has a long-standing reputation as being an outstanding statistical agency, open, objective, doing important work in a non-political way. It's very sad right now about how the Census Bureau looks to be so politicized. There's going to have to be a lot of work to repair public confidence in the science agencies, including the Census Bureau. Santos, with the Urban Institute, says a lot of work will be needed to restore the public's trust in this year's count. He expects groups will challenge the results of the census in the coming months. As soon as the first counts are submitted to the White House, you can bet that there will be associated with it advocacy groups just right there submitting their objections, you know, filing suit for an adjustment to the census. As for individuals, Santos says they can voice their concerns about the census by calling their local, state, and federal representatives. Esther Yunji Kang, WBEZ News.